The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Here comes another episode wherein we both introduce and resolve an entire adventure. Join Kurt, Chris, Bridget, Joe, and special guest Mike for a fast-paced hour of Dungeon World fun and our world of Baron DC. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on Facebook, search us up on Google or Bing or Yoohoo, and you will find us out there. We are back here continuing our Dungeon World campaign, A New Frontier, set in our world of Paradisi, who... Uh, we have the person who made the map. We have to find it again, but we have it. I'm sure I have it on my computer yeah. now. Need um, to see that map. And we're going to yeah. go around the table and quickly say hi. We'll start with this guy here. Hey, this is Chris playing Uriel, the human emulator. And I'm Mike playing uh, Laramie Burnsteel, the paladin of Josie. Go Joe. Go Joe. Go Joe. And this is Kurt. I am playing Breton Knobloch. He is a human ranger who does not like to wear dresses. And Anymore. A, Anymore. A, and a bit of a leper. <laughs> and this is Bridget. I'm playing Lenore the Cleric. And I am Joe. I am the Game Master as we continue in this fun game in Dungeon World. And just We're to be clear before you start, if yeah. there's nothing wrong with wanting to wear dresses. I mean, if you're a ranger and it makes you feel good to wear dresses, that's totally cool. And we still want you to listen to us. Do they have to be made of leaves or something? Whatever floats your boat. It's just for okay. Breton. He's leaves, a little more comfortable Leaves don't float boats. So I guess mm. not that. So we'll go right back to you, Kurt. You're going to give us a quick recap of what we did yeah, I'm previously on Adventures from the Shed. Super quick recap because we're doing these as little one-shots. So the last episode, uh, Breton was framed for the murder of an elven princess, uh, the daughter of the king and queen who run the clan that li- is kind of outside of Herak, uh, was found with arrows in her body that had the fletch- fletchings uh, that were similar to the ones that Breton uses. Um, after a fair they, amount, they were the same. They were your or, arrows. They were they were my or arrows. They were exactly. Yeah. They were my arrows. <laughs> you did it. They um, weren't similar. <laughs> they were. After investigation and some eavesdropping and some uh, inquiry, uh, we found out that the Hawthorne House, which is one of the older noble houses, the ruling noble houses in Harak, one of its members, Eric Hawthorne, had in fact been responsible for the murder um, and had framed me using arrows taken from me while I was in jail. Uh, for forgery, and at the end of the episode, we were able to out him uh, through testimony of a woman in his house uh, who had knowledge of the crime. His wife. Oh, it was his wife, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and Breton was cleared, but he may still be getting uh, views askance from members of the community who knew of his heavy medicues and wonder if, in fact, there might yeah. be something wrong with him. Breton spent more time wanted than it's been since Eric was incarcerated. Right. So they're, they're more thought about Breton out there than Eric. Plus, um, shortly thereafter, within a day or two, Eric was released on house arrest. So he's pretty much just hanging out at home. He's no longer teaching at the school for, uh, over the last week or so. Um, but he's been you know, kept in his house with a couple of city guards outside, just making sure he doesn't go anywhere. Because in, in uh, Herak, you don't keep a noble behind bars. It's just they don't do that. So he, he's in trouble for sure. And he may not get to do a lot of the cool things nobles get to do, but he won't spend a lot of time in jail. He but he's going to be job. pissed. He, he lost his job, but it, it, for a noble, the jobs are more of an obligation or a hobby. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he doesn't necessarily get paid to be at the Bloomfield Preparatory Academy, but 
it is a recognized noble position. So he did lose that. Um, so where are you guys? Uh, a couple of weeks after all this happened, you're all together somewhere doing something. What might that be? How about we go hang out with the elves for a little bit? Okay. That's fine. It works for me. I'll introduce, because Uriel and I have already met the king and queen, we can introduce you guys who helped solve the uh, mystery of the murder. That sounds like a plan. Just Mm -hmm. to forge our alliance a little bit stronger, let them know that we're on the side of good. What was the name of the clan again? Or the Wild, 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 wild Mist. Wild, wild Mist. Wild Mist. Right. Wild mist. Um, the elves are the Wild Mist elves. Um, so, there's uh, while you're there, after you, you've been there for a couple of days, um, they start to they seem to start to trust you more. The, fewer of the elves are giving the look at Breton like they want to kill him because they are of the understanding now that it really wasn't Breton that killed the the princess there and um there there's been talk amongst the elves specifically their the guards the the people who are in charge of security and keeping the, the place quiet um they're talking about uh more uh, activity at the abandoned castle which is um an old historic thing uh it's a, a it's one of these where the center of the wild mist woods or the forest is about a day from Herak. And if you kind of meander about, you see um, old buildings and ruins of different things. Well, one of them uh, off a little bit farther than most of them is an old castle. And it is practically uh, collapsed in, in on itself over the centuries. But the elves are talking about seeing activity at that castle and, uh, that there are reports from the humans in Herak that some people have gone out to the castle and not returned, and they think there's something going on there. But the elves aren't really interested in going and checking it out themselves because it doesn't bother them at all. But clearly, that's your hook. So, an ancient, abandoned castle. And um, who might know something about its history? I'm going to go for a spout lore role, but what character might know something about the history of an abandoned castle? Maybe someone who's ranged in that area. Yeah, it would make sense. I've passed through the area more than most, I imagine. Let's sure. do it. Let's do you a spout lore roll, Mr. Breton. Which is intelligence? It is. Oh, superb. I rolled a five plus one. That would be six. So, so you I don't can know take seven. Anything about that character? Oh, um, Lenore is giving you her failure oh. so that you so may you have succeed. A seven. So you have a seven. She you get a plus one. Failure? She had a failure in the I had last a chip session, from the so failure. A, a chip for that. So that chip you can use on any roll. Ah, okay. So, I so she just gave you a seven. Thank you, Lenore. Mm. Lenore. Um, all right, I'm going to so mark an XP. Do, so I don't mark an XP. Then. You don't because you didn't fail. Okay. And we don't mark experience anyway. We get you chips. get a chip. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, you've been here before. Oh. <laughs> Um, all right, so that castle, you've heard, um, Breton has heard rumors from other people who are out and about, uh, call them adventurers, but people who are out and about, maybe even some of the bounty hunters, what have you, that um, uh, for the past few months, at least, if not longer, uh, people have gone doing old, uh, like, spelunking and treasure hunting and what have you at this ancient can- uh, castle, and nobody's returned. And there's been growing concern over that. Sounds like a legitimate concern. It would seem so. <clears throat> so, you know, old Bob, who you hung out with, um, 
outside of town a few weeks ago. Seemed, uh, went there, and you've heard he's gone. Nobody knows where he went. He's just leading some tour to the castle, and, and the, the people he was leading there and him never came back. <coughs> Perhaps stuff. we should go check it out. Mm. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you have any information about this castle? Not beyond what uh, we just found out. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, as a as an attraction. It is something that people go, and it's equivalent today of somebody going by a pyramid and taking a selfie kind mm, of thing. Yeah. And occasionally, people will explore and find a new room under the castle or in a dungeon or something. Um, but that hasn't happened for years, and people who have gone there recently are disappearing. <coughs> the kids used to dare each other. Yeah, to go the place where you hang out there all night by yourself. Yeah. There'll be medieval gra- graffiti on the walls, and <laughs> have, yeah. um, does this look like a penis? Does this look like that's all they draw is penises, <laughs> nothing else. Um, so y'all are gonna head there. Yes, I mean it seems like a travesty that this has gone on so long. People disappearing. Yeah, it's one of those where we believe we, as in everyone who isn't the player characters, believes that. A lot of it wasn't reported because people would just go there. You don't necessarily tell somebody you're going to go to the playground unless it's your parents, right? Yeah. So if you're just going to check something out and then you don't return, it's probably days, if not weeks, before somebody notices you're not there. Um, and that's kind of it. The rumors are bubbling up now, and the elves have heard of it because they have trade and what have you with Herak. As um, Lenore had said before, that they, they um, trade medicinal supplies and, and uh, services so that the elves hear stuff, and that's what you're hearing while you're in the Wild Mist Forest. But it's not far away, so it's an easy trip to get there. So it is not a perilous journey? It is not a perilous journey to get there. To get away, mind you, though, because <laughs> nobody else has come back for a long time. I'm hoping, and not hoping, that there's some <laughs> undead in there. So what I, the way I want to treat this is we're going to go right to arriving there... And you're arriving there because of the time you left. You're going to um, uh, make camp and take a watch. Essentially, what we're going to do is the take watch move. And we're going to have, we pick two people who are going to make a roll. And you're going to roll plus wisdom. And uh, if, depending on your roll, something bad might happen outside of the castle. All right. I mean, I'm happy to keep watch. Not, Not the most perceptive but i I'm, i've done it before <laughs> i've done it before i've looked at things more than once hey. <laughs> this could be another one of those times so uh, you guys pick two people who are going to take I'll a watch the paladin and the ranger okay all right okay Sounds go good. for it who's gonna go first i'll go first go for it mike it's a 12 wow somebody take those dice laramie is crushing mm-hmm. it today and this is plus wisdom mm-hmm. uh nine <clears throat> the ranger's horrible at taking watch. Um, he gets a little sleepy. So overnight, <laughs> I'm just going to cut to the chase. Overnight, at the edge of your periphery, and this is why you guys are changing. Um, I, I shouldn't say the edge of your periphery. At the edge of what you would even see while you're taking a watch, um, the there are um, quiet figures that just kind of march towards and around um, the castle, but don't seem to take notice of you, and you just see them go by. But it's like a, a quiet, um, slow, trudging motion of humanoids at, like, right at the edge of what you can see. How many, roughly? 
it happens through the night. It could be a couple of different patrols. It might be the same ones, but probably you see up to 20 to 30 figures, but not all at the same time. So it may be the same ones just coming through over and over. Now, now do they have, like, torches and stuff, or are they yeah. just dark it's figures? It's all, all dark. Mm. I mean, moonlight, starlight, dark. And they're working the perimeter or, like, a... From where you're sitting, so if the castle is off, you know, a couple hundred yards off to your side, they're just coming within range of you briefly, so they might be walking around. So they're between us and the castle? Yes. I see. Maybe some sort of patrol? Yeah, they seem to be going in the same direction every time. Are they quiet? Yep. No noise? No noise. It's only because of the um, the 10 plus of the paladin that you guys notice. As you're swapping uh, watch. He says, I think I saw something over there. And the ranger's like, oh, yeah, I think I see what you're talking about, too. And that's what you gather out of it. Are they but liches? they never come any closer. Are they liches? Uh, do you want to go shake a hand? <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, damn. It'd be fun if we had a lich patrol. Lich patrol. Which, when I have my next band, I think I'm going to call it lich, lich patrol. Lich patrol? Cool. That's pretty good. Um, so the morning happens. Sun comes up. And uh, you do notice that when the sun comes up, as... as um, Dawn approaches, you don't see those figures walking anymore. Hmm. It's morning. You guys are now, you know, give it a couple hundred yards outside of the castle. Um, you look in, and it's just one of those, as I described, it's an old, 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 call it ancient, uh, castle, and a lot of the stones are falling in. The <coughs> highest tower that remains is just a portion of one of the previous towers, and it might be 25 feet tall or so. Uh, the walls are almost all collapsed. There's holes everywhere that you, people could just walk through. It's more like it's a, like ruins more than a functioning exactly. castle. Mm-hmm. Were there and any, that's where you are. Were there any uh, physical footprints on the ground where they saw these figures? Yes. When you approach there, yeah, that's footprints all along the ground. Um, tracking. I don't know if you want to try using any of that. What I, what I want to get out of here is since you asked about the footprints, maybe we can do a discern realities roll. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do a group discern realities again. Yeah. Now, now, before anybody rolls, I'm going to do what I said last time, but I'm, I'm going to change it a little bit. Everybody roll one die, and we're going to take the best two out of all four. But if it helps, but there's not enough noise for that. Joe. Huh? Two. If it helps, I have a hunt and track. I am number one. <laughs> but I rolled a six. All right. I wrote a four. So we have a six and a four. That gives us the ten plus that we need for the three questions. But I'll do the same thing I did last time. Each of you may ask a question about this area um, or, or about what you might know. It, again, it does not have to be a discern realities question, but those are good places to start. Does anyone have one that they want to start with? I mean, could, could one of it be, um, like, where do these tracks seem to lead? Like, do they go to a certain spot on the castle or do they go around the castle or... It looks like, as you get closer, it looks like they do indeed walk on an almost perfect circle around the castle. And there's one spot in the circle where footprints go in and out of one specific uh, hole in the wall. Okay. I mean, my hunt and track question, which I know is not what you were doing, but is gaining a useful bit of information about your quarry that the GM chooses. Um, It looks like, uh, as they walk, bits of them fell off. Like they might be zombies or skeletons or something. There's little yes. bits of <laughs> clothing and stuff. They're decaying. Is yeah. Anne's stuff like arms? Not, <laughs> not entire <laughs> arms, no. Well, we'll say there's, a, there's like a finger or a toe or something. <laughs> Piece of flesh. Yeah. Mm. A, a singular bone from a finger or something like that. 
You'd like these guys are falling apart. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yes, but they can't suffer. I've got so. two other questions here. Mm-hmm. Bridget, Mike. Um, Not Mike, Chris, the other Mike. <laughs> Mike number two. <laughs> Bald Mike. <laughs> Bald black Mike. What? what? <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> Totally um, sounds and just like just like Mike did, you don't have to ask the question directly from the right. sheet, but yeah. they're fine. I, I'm I'm mostly prepared to answer those questions, and then others I'll just make crap up. <laughs> Is there a central boss figure that we need to defeat in a dungeon somewhere? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. If that's your question, no. Yeah. Yeah. What's the answer to life? Who's really in control here? Okay. So I guess. All right. So we'll go with who's in control here. Um, Based on what Breton could tell with his tracking and what you surmise from that, um, because bits are falling off, these zombies or skeletons must be fresh. <coughs> so these aren't like zombies that have been around for 100 years. They, they seem to be fresh, freshly made zombies. Which so means a necromancer or wizard of yeah, some sort. Yeah, so I will, no, I will, first word is I will right toss word. my question ah, off necro. of that information. So we're assuming the people that have gone missing, these are them patrolling the area. Um, if that's a question you're asking, the answer is yes. Okay. <clears throat> so the, the Sorry about Bob, man. Smart. Sorry yeah. about Bob. Wicked Bob. smart. <laughs> yeah, actually, you see Bob's insignia ring on the finger that's <laughs> oh, on the ground. Yeah. He's still oh, me. Bob. Bob. Oh, shoot. Poor Bob. He was always a generous drunk. <laughs> drunk, neat. Um, okay, so that's what you have for what's outside right now. Some of the information you have, which kind of tells you what's going on right now. And obviously, there's lots of holes, so we don't have to look for a way in. Mm-mm. I say we go the pathway they made into the place. So you want Can to we follow um, that? You, yeah, the, uh, there's, uh, a, there's the enough of a, to a clear sure. hole. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. The one thing about zombies and skeletons is they don't cover their footprints, and so they have no need to. Or intelligence, too. So, you guys, are you going to do that or find a different way in? I mean, you know that's the way in. We know we can get in for sure this way. Why don't I... uh, They're going to take the path of least resistance. Can I try to sneak in? Where's your wolf? Cloud? Cloud would be with us. Why doesn't Cloud just take a pass around and see you? Around the castle or in the hole? Around the castle. Sure, we can do that. See if there's a different way in that... There are there are several other ways in, and um, when Cloud comes back, you get the impression that uh, everywhere that Cloud looked in, there were some kind of unnatural eyes looking back out. Like Cloud knows that that the entire castle is on the lookout, and you he, Cloud comes back and is like, uh, "Woof, woof, woof! We've been spotted! Woof, woof!" <laughs> I think Should I would have try rolled a, a ten plus. I would try to feels like someone's watching. Sneaky, us. stealthy in the okay. hole where we saw the zombies going. Sure, and then come back and let them know what I see. You forgot you had a wolf, didn't you? Yeah, I, I completely skipped it last time. <laughs> well, would be, yeah, it was pointless. I mean, it would have looked weird to have a a, a yeah. guy with guy in a dress and a dress with a wolf. Yeah. A wolf. Cloud just hung back with the, um, the Cloud cultists. was, yeah, at the infirmary. At the infirmary. The cultists with the at nurses. the infirmary. <laughs> or um, the sisters. Right, so One of the cute mean, young nurses really took a liking to Cloud. I thought Cloud was a is, girl. Does Zareka, is it all, it's okay. a sisterhood, no males? It's, it's completely sisterhood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kurt, give me a defy danger with dexterity roll to get you all sneaky in there. Come on, baby. He trips. Eight plus three, eleven. Eleven. All right. So you're able to get in, and you see along the way, 
Bob as a zombie. Oh. Missing a finger, the one with his in, insignia ring on it, or signet ring. He, um, he's just kind of staring at the hole, and you just slither your way past. Uh, he doesn't really notice you. <laughs> and behind Bob, <clears throat> it looks like what would have been two tourists dressed for a, um, a, a uh, camping adventure. They've got their backpacks on. One of them still holding a walking stick. Uh, they're also zombies. Yeah. Uh, and farther down that hallway is just a bunch of skeletons, like just reanimated skeletons. Uh, you get to a door, and that's where you'll turn and go back out. Otherwise, they would notice you trying to get through a door. But they're not attacking me here. No, because of your role. You're successful in getting in and out. And what you saw was a... After you got, got through the outside entrance, the hole in the outside wall, you just had to t- take a couple of short turns of just following the footprints, <clears throat> and that's where you passed Bob. And then there was a hallway with a door that's just completely destroyed. It w- looked like a wooden and iron door, and just a couple bits of iron still hang from the door frame. And at the end of that hall... Uh, past the skeletons is what looks like a relatively current sturdy door. And that's where you had to stop before you come back out. Maybe I could pick up my holy symbol when we go over that way and, and do a turn on dead so that they... they may It may stun them and it may cause them to flee and keep, maybe keep them off of us. Kind of like what happened on the way to the wizard's workshop. You made the zombies run away. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that sounds like a good plan. My usual plan is just Run in, stab, punch. Well, because turn you around, know, run out. You know Bob. I mean, we don't necessarily want to kill him. Well, Bob, he's dead already. I'm we pretty sure Bob was yeah. a very com- competent um, tour guide adventurer. He was a semi ranger himself. So if something caught him off guard, then so were those uh, skeletons you saw armed? Yes. Everything was um, every skeleton was armed with the typical. Uh, dilapidated wooden buckler and, and rusty <laughs> right. short sword. All right. um, mm. The zombies are whatever they had. Stereotypical skeletons. <laughs> yes. <are> us. <laughs> the, the zombies would just be armed with whatever they had, so one has a walking stick, right, one yeah. just has um, uh, nothing in it. One has a book. <laughs> uh, Bob has um, the same bow that he always used. And, and I guess I'm we'll see if they remember how to bow, use it. But we might. Yeah, we'll see if they sure. remember how to I use mean, it. I mean, if y'all can sneak in and get Bob, uh, I can <laughs> speak with him. Like, if he's dead, and then he since he's such a good ranger, maybe we could get some information. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay. For so that. you, you want well, to get in there? you understand your accent? Well, I do have a, a voice that translates language. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. And a certain folksiness <laughs> that also translates language, too. <laughs> so who certain wants, who's going to go in and try and uh, grab Bob? Well, I can go in and try and uh, I can try to grab do the turn on dead so that they stay away, or they well, they can freeze. They can secretly and only grab Bob. Then that would be bad. That's yeah. Yeah, wouldn't that just make them all run out? It could, but Mm -hmm. it could also just stun them and keep them all in one place. So, what's the plan to get Bob? I like Mm -hmm. the plan to talk to him. Now, what's the plan to get him? I think sneaky plan. I'm not good at sneaky. Huh. Yeah. And I can just walk in the door, stab him, <laughs> walk out. Or the the flaming emulator could go in and intimidate him. Mm-hmm. You think he'll follow so you've me got out? Bob and two tourists that were with him as zombies, and they're their own little group. And the skeletons. Yeah, are we might be able to draw those. them out. Just you know. Okay. 
So you just want to go in and just get peek, them to, peek your head in the door. to follow you back out. Hey, Bob. Yeah, let's see if it'll work, yeah. I'd okay. like to stand at the entrance so when they come out, maybe I can get a the jump on one of them tourists. Who's going to be one, the one to do that? I'll give you the heads up as far as drawing Bob and the two tourists out. Um, the way I'm viewing this, this is either going to be, I don't know, in, let's just call it intelligence. It's going to be a smart plan. Who's going to do the smarts? Well, okay. Or do you, does it make sense to you to draw him out because you might recognize You draw somehow. out Bob. When the tourists come out, I can do whole person on one and you can do something on the other one. Yeah, I'll do the one called stab in the face. <laughs> okay. That's my other move. Well, I'll do hold person on so one of them. So are we looking at get them out, get kill the, the two zombies, and talk to Bob? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That, if that's a plan, let's that's do a plan. that. That's a plan. All great. right. Who's going to mm. roll the intelligence to draw them out? Even though I don't have great intelligence. Because I'm, I'm fine with mouth. anybody saying, hey, woohoo, skeleton. Seven. Eight total. Eight. It's better than me. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, so you, you get that, um, and they follow you. And you hear the uh, uh, clattering of bones as well, and it looks like a couple of skeletons may have um, heard you. And you come around the corner, and there's Bob and the two zombies, and as you come back out where everyone else is, everyone also hears what is probably a couple of skeletons coming, but you're there now. you got Bob and the two zombies right now. Who does what? I guess I would stab the zombie. Okay, let's do that. Let's do a hack and slash. Uh, I'm not going to do hold person on the other one if there's okay. zombies oh! or if there's skeletons oh, coming. Because I'm not be here yet. What is Mike oh, roll? Those are critical well, fail. Those are two ones? Those two ones. Give, give him a chip. Give Mike a chip there. Bruce. Well, you can hold person the one zombie and I can take care of the skeletons when they show Okay. Up. That hold sounds like that, a better Mike. plan now. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hold person on one of the zombies. In the meantime, before or as you're casting, what does it look like when you're doing hold person spell? Oh, it was the... Throat All grab. Right. So you, you reach out, and as you're clenching your fist and summoning the power of Zoraika, uh, Mike, roll a d6. Oh, no. Four? Four. The um, zombie gets uh, gets right at you and starts gnawing on your neck. You take four points of damage. Ouchie. Mm. Well, Look at that. Mandalay Bay 12. Plus three. Plus three. Oh, Jeez. no, that's too many. <laughs> I hold the heck out of that zombie. <laughs> you do. Um, so what does that look like when the zombie's trying to move but it can't? Is it struggling against an unseen force or is there a force that others can see? It's like it keeps trying to walk, but its head is in place, so like its feet keep walking. <laughs> so you're only holding its head still. And the rest Pretty of it much, is yeah. that's kinda neat. It's a it's a throw grab. Alright. I like it. Um, but so it's we have I'm a, not touching him. We have that's a zombie gross. that's held uh, by the power of Zoraika. A zombie that is eating Laramie. And Bob. What's Bob doing? Uh, Bob is also ready to attack whomever. <coughs> uh, Laramie just stepped up to a zombie and swung his sword. You have a sword, right? Uh, yep. All right, so he swung his sword at him, and the zombie just kind of the, the, let the sword bounce off of it because it didn't really do any di- damage to the zombie. And then it just lunged forward and started chewing on his neck. I'm sort of out of practice. <laughs> it's been a little while. That was the first time I've swung a sword on this podcast. <laughs> uh, um, so what are you doing there? Uh, I'm going to use my moth of the flame to just make sure Bob doesn't start any trouble. And then we'll deal with the zombies that we... So what does that do? I'm, uh, I can tempt a weak mind with my inner fire. So basically I can just kind of tell him what to do, control them. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just going like to tell him to try to rest. Hopefully he'll just... Yeah. Calm down, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Yeah, he says. That's a six. Unless you give me get a chip, you want to hook me up with it. <laughs> uh, you know, I think let's let this one fail. 
Alright. Um, so, on a miss, they become agitated and upset. Your fire having sparked their hidden desires. So, oh, Bob's hidden desire is to eat an immolator. Yeah, it's totally... It, it's no longer <laughs> hidden. Yeah. So, in response, I'm so going to send Cloud... Bridget, would you hear Mike a chip? Uh, no, the other Mike. Yeah. Black, black bald Mike. Black bald Mike. Mike a chip. <laughs> I'm going to send... No, hold on. Before we get there, roll a d6. Um, Chris? Oh, I hope it's even. Uh, I mean, yeah, odd. I mean, you have your, your whole thingy there. Yes. What is it? So, it's a five. So, what is that? Hopefully, do? fighting fire with fire. When I take damage, the damage is odd. Yeah. Uh, the flames within you come, so the flame kind of protects me. Yep. So we'll see. I well, oh, it's one with four points for damage. All right. So you take you take uh, that. So Bob I might just, actually have to heal. When you when Unless you tried to um, get Bob to calm down, yeah. you actually saw some of your own fire spark up behind his yeah, eyes oh, yeah. in the eye sockets, and he lunges forward, and um, there's like a, a bit of flame that comes out of his mouth as he's just grabbing at you and clawing. Uh. And that's Bob. the damage. So, Kurt, you were going to say something. Well, I was going to send Cloud over to try <laughs> yeah. to intimidate Bob to keep him off of Uriel. Well, Cloud can try and get in there, but how, <coughs> what's the role that we're going to do to get there? Because Cloud doesn't do anything without you. Correct. So I have to use command. Yep. Uh, I guess. I use. So the idea is you're really going to work attack. together, but you're going to work together to try and keep Bob away. Correct. Um. So you've got, I mean, you've got two zombies eating two party members, and Lenore holding the other one by the throat. We're going to end up joining the zombie brigade soon. It very well could happen. <laughs> well, how about I sick uh, Cloud on the non-Bob zombie? That's one on him, right? Yeah, that's on, that's on him. One yeah. that's currently chewing on um, Laramie. Because you want to talk to Bob, right? And so when I yeah. attack, yeah. although his level of deadness does not really affect it as long as he's not destroyed. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to burn him. Yeah. Okay. But by commanding Cloud to attack with me, I can add his ferocity to my damage. Go for it. So let's do the attack. Are you going to shoot a one. bow or swing a sword? Or uh, what is it that you I would do? be using my bow. It's my, pre- my preferred attack. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a dex Have you roll. changed the color of your fletching? <laughs> no, I'm going. No? With, You're sticking I'm, with the I'm unnatural. For my normal True blue. <laughs> the peacock blue. Golly. Uh, well, well, I rolled four, but actually with plus three, that gets me to seven. Okay. So you have to choose, um, are you losing uh, ammo? Are you reducing damage? Um, I will lose ammo because I can okay. always make more. Okay. So reduce whatever your current ammo is by one. Yes. And um, that zombie will take an arrow, and uh, between that and Cloud yanking at it, it will fall off of Laramie and just kind of squirm around on the ground for a bit. It's out of the action. Okay. Um, what's happening with uh, Bob then? Uh, can we take care so of this Laramie, other zombie? Wanna... Yeah, I, I guess I would just, now that I'm free of the zombie, just walk up to the one that's being held yep. and just like quickly execute it, maybe like soar okay. through the side of the head. Yeah, because uh, as soon as you do anything to it, yeah. it, it's released from the hold. So Okay, that's mm-hmm. done. Just so now kill we it. just have Bob. Bob is good. Clawing now, at, do you want me to uh, hold Uriel? Bob? Yeah, because he's trying to kill me and I don't want to burn him up. I mean, we could just also stab Bob. I mean, <laughs> you don't need him alive. I mean, he'll cut off his well, legs. I guess he's not alive. Dead, yeah. so. <laughs> All right, let's get rid yeah. of Bob. Uh, yeah, so I guess same thing to Bob. Okay. Um, well, Bob, you'd have to attack because he's, not currently, yeah, he's currently um, engaged. Yeah. With Unless you want me to hold him. I guess I'll just pull him off of him. Okay. So. Defy danger with some strength. Because you might rip part of Uriel off as Ooh. well. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, an 11. All right. 
So you successfully get Bob off of there, and just as that happens, two skeletons come around the corner right behind Breton, because you're off with your bow. And they come around the corner, and they're charging at you, uh, as skeletons do. They, I always think they look really cool, animated skeletons. Um, with their swords, their rusty short swords held up high, and they're just coming right at you, ready to swing. What do you do? So they're behind me, so I have yeah. time I have to draw to, uh, my sword. Yep. I turn around, and if Cloud is still with me, Cloud will oh, yeah. help defend me. Let's try and, it. Uh, we'll it sounds like a hack and slash. It does sound like a hack and slash, which is not my best. But I'm plus zero with strength, so I need to roll well. Come on. You can do it. And I rolled a four. Oh, you want me to turn on that? But I get... Uh, bah, 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 bah. Nope, that's it. Four. <laughs> do you want me, to turn on, want me to turn on dead and get him off? All right. Kurt, roll a d6 and add two. I'm waiting to turn... Undead. No, I guess I'll let you give so it a you'll shot. Take three then. points of damage. <coughs> we haven't had. This is the first time we've had undead in the game. Oh yeah. Well, no. Well, this session, but you, the zombies at the wizard's workshop, you made them run. Yeah. I adjust okay. for armor. Um, in this case, no, we're not going to adjust for armor. Just because I want it to happen, yeah. just make it go. Um, all right. So Bob's been pulled off. The two skeletons are there. Lenore, what are you doing? Undead. Turn on dead. Turn on dead. Make the skeletons. I'm yes, I'm going to raise my okay. holy symbol aloft. And say, by the power of Zoraika, I commend you to stop it. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. Stop it. 10, 11, 12, 13. I'm going to put you in timeout. So on a 10 plus, what happens? 10 plus, I momentarily daze intelligent undead and cause mindless undead to flee. So the skeletons run off into the woods. You're welcome. Their, their lower jaw drops off of the skull like they want, went to scream and they, they tried to scream so loudly <laughs> that their jaw actually falls off. And they go running off into the woods. Before Bob can run away also? Well, this I thought Bob was dead. Just the skeletons. Well, did I kill Bob or did I just you, grab no, him you, off of him? You pulled him off of Uriel. Now do with Bob as you will. All right. So I, I would just like quickly mm-hmm. like head twist Bob <laughs> so that he, he drops to the ground. And then so it'll make it easier for us to talk to him. Let's try that. Well, yes, that happens. And now how do you want to talk to Bob? Well, I would just uh, cast a little bit of a spell. A little bit of a spell. Yep. So not an entire spell. Do you have Speak with Dead? I do have Speak That's with Dead. That's what I had, too. I don't have it now. All right. Why are you covering the microphone while you're talking? Because I was... Oh, okay. Like While you were talking, you had your hand in front. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, so I will, I will put, hold my hands over right. Bob's face. So read Speak with Dead, and then tell me what it looks like when you do it, and then roll. A corpse converses with you briefly... It will answer any three questions you pose to it to the best of its knowledge it had in life and the knowledge it gained in death. All right. Now, what does it look like when you do it? Uh, I sort of just hold my hand over his face. Mm -hmm. And when there's like a little bit of a, like a fog that goes down, but you can almost see like little, like, fog skeleton faces hmm. and okay. it goes into his face and then his face activates so he can talk um i guess i'll just cast well that's probably gonna do wow. it that's a nine on the dice plus wisdom, wisdom which would be a 10 so. all right so that happens and uh bob rather than the the uh, emulator fire that he had briefly uh actually gets human look back in his eyes instead of it being completely black he gets the uh, the hazel color that he had when he was alive um and he just stares directly at your hand above his head 
All right. But you get three questions now. I pull my hand away and I, I look at him and I'm like, What is the capital of Australia? Sorry, Mr. Bob. Um, uh, something bad has happened to you, uh, but we need some information. Uh, could you could you tell us what happened to you uh, when you got here? Um, all right, so the dead are notorious at being very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to choose your questions wisely. But Bob will start by telling you... Uh, the this guy came out of nowhere and turned us into zombies. All right, that happened. Um, that's one question. Uh, can you describe this guy? Oh, and Bob starts by holding up three fingers, and uh, as you ask <clears throat> ask a question, one finger <laughs> falls off. I say, it has to fall off. Uh, He's already missing one. Yeah, he uses the other hand for this. <laughs> Although he could use either, I Wait, suppose. which one is he missing? He, he ends up with the middle finger. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. <laughs> it's either that or the thumbs up, one or the other. All right. I guess, can you describe this fellow that turned you into a zombie? <laughs> so, you know, that would be a dick. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, uh, he, he's an, um, an old man dressed all in black. <coughs> I've never seen him before. Johnny Cash. <laughs> it's Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. will <laughs> be a ring of fire in here burns, soon. Burns. Uh, ring of fire. Ask him if he has any weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but he'd have to no, have no right, either yeah. in life or death. Uh, can, can you describe the route down to wherever this fellow was? Oh, it's an interesting thought. Okay, yes, and he does. So now you know how to get there. All right. And then he does, yeah. just sort of fades out. I mean, the gist of it is through the door, down the hallway to the left, down here, you'll see a thing, and then it's over there. When you come to a fork in the road? Yeah, unmute your mic. <laughs> um, but I, I just sort of... When you come to a fork in the road? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Sort of it's, it's that, yeah. Put my hands over his eyes and close them, and then put his arms in a respectable manner, and I'm like, sorry, Bob. <laughs> so, seemed like a real nice guy. Bob was a nice guy. He was. Rest in peace, Bob. Pieces. <laughs> Rest in pieces. Yes. <laughs> Anybody want some healing? If you're gonna give it, yeah. I mean, I got. She some. gets to I cast. I'm not gonna spells. say no. Mm-hmm. I, I get, get to, to tempt fate. I get to touch you. <laughs> uh huh. Wait. So wait, everybody look away. I have to do this first to cast it, right? And well, then... you always have to roll to cast a spell. Okay. And I don't. Have you cured anyone? No. Yet? So That's why I'm that excited. Look like? So about being um, in pain or sound like? Well. I or feel like. Feels pretty good. What? We're going to find out. Uh, <laughs> your hands on me. Well, where did you get hit? You got bit or The guy something. was clawing at me, so maybe my, hand, yeah, my arms got all chewed arms, up. His arms, his shoulders, all right. whatever. Anything I was also was bit You don't wear neck. armor either. No, I don't. All right, so he can be clawed anywhere. So. Oh, you're going to have ripped shirt. You oh, yeah. Ripped shirt. Ripped shirt's good. Yeah. Okay. Be like Captain Kirk now. Shirt yeah. off. So I'm just going to <clears throat> touch your arm where you got clawed and you'll feel like a a cool sensation because everything's cool compared to oh yeah especially your warmth but it'll feel very cold and then it'll disappear Ready? Icy hot. maybe yeah. icy hot yeah we'll see oh yeah Nine, mm-hmm. 11 strange sensation 11 does and it. i get one d8 do you say anything <clears throat> are there any words that you use heal <laughs> there you go right. by the power of zureka you are healed, sort of. Deuce. 
<laughs> sort two. Zurek is not all that powerful. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, she can keep casting that as long as she wants. Can Unless I get a healthy help of that? I could. Yeah, I like could. holding the hand over my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Squirting that. Seven, ten. So, borrow that again. By the power of Zureka, maybe a little stronger this time. Pew. Three. All right. I, mean, I got what I asked for. It. I'll take one. Oh, yeah. You want? What are you down? Three. Oh. I mean, if it doesn't You'll probably get a one, then. She'll roll a one for it, you. There you go. Double one. It's like half for everybody, I think. Uh, she's smart. She didn't uh, have seven, where he was injured. Ten. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Want some icy hot? Yes, please. Eight. Eight. <laughs> 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 Eight. <laughs> didn't need it. Am I plus five now? No, you just get, <laughs> uh, you get it all. Plus five. All right, but so y'all are healthy. You, maybe you got an especially well, I'm a little, um, I'm a little scratchy favored by Zoraika because you of the time you spent with some sisters. Yeah, you want some more attempt? Icy Hot? Right, sure, I'll take it. He wants more Icy mm. Hot. Yeah, Eight. Eleven. <laughs> this game's wow. easy when you roll. She can just ah, do more. Yeah. Yeah. She should well, have it unless she six, below. six or below. I mean, I'm only you. down one. I think the the point is, like, here. anything else that can change what's going on, it requires a roll. So it could have failed. Any one of those could have been a failure. <laughs> and who knows, on a failure, Zoraika may have cut off her powers for a while. Yeah. And that could be bad. <laughs> or as, you're you're, as you're heading into defeat a necromancer. Well, now I'm going to, to uh, put my symbol away and bow my head for a minute. And okay. That works. Give thanks. Give um, thanks. Cut myself a little. So now you guys know the path <laughs> to get to the Necromancer, and uh, Breton knows there are still several skeletons on the path that you've been told to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's before the first door. Um, surely there's something past that. Traps, more um, minions, whatever it may be. So what is your, um, what's your next step? What's your marching order, I guess? And who's doing what as you uh, head down? Well... Uh, Laramie will be your GPS for this journey. Uh-huh. Well, since we know that these skeletons are there, at least on the first part, it seems yeah. like I should be able to pick them off with headshots from a distance. Okay, done. Make it an easy passage. That's good. They're done Orange. then. You got that. Um, so that passage is now open, and there's that door at the end. Uh, could I investigate that door to see if it's locked? It is definitely locked. Um, and the, it's one of those where there's a keyhole, but it doesn't seem to be any way to open it from the outside. So either it pushes in or there's some mechanism. Does it need a what. skeleton key? Oh. <laughs> 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 Nobody loots the bodies in this game. Something must have a key on it. But no, it doesn't. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, I just uh, We never loot the bodies because the loot is hardly ever important in Dungeon World. Uh, maybe you could like put some fire in there and melt that, that crap. I could probably just, yeah... <clears throat> Melt the mechanism. I'll try it. Using my handcraft. I don't even have to roll for that. Oh, if you don't have but to roll, it then trapped? it doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is an important the, thing yeah. to get past. The emulator has a lot of things that he doesn't seem to have to roll yeah. for. <laughs> it, uh, well, to, I can unmake things, but to do without do so without time and safety, you might require defy danger. So but there's not really a timing I, thing for that. But I can in, try to just burn the door down. But in down, this like. case, um, <laughs> actually, who has the highest intelligence here? I, n- I normally don't I got know a this. Nine. I'm Twelve. Throw this out Thirteen. Here. Thirteen. We have 13s. All right. Well, I'll do this again. This is between um, Breton and Laramie might know something. Each of you roll one die. And let's see if together you get a 10+. plus. Oh, that's a good start. He did Three. his work. That's so that's a nine. 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 Plus you, you plus one, each have a plus, plus one. one. All right. So 
In the back of your head, we'll go with Laramie on this because it seems like it'd be more of a paladin thing. In the back of your head, you remember once upon a time hearing that necromancers have links with their minions. So it might be that the necromancer knows that you're here now. Uh-huh. So you are probably pressed for time. Where Chris was just saying, as far as melting the lock, might not be so concerned about time. You might be. Because if, the, if there is indeed a link between the necromancer and the minions the undead it has created, then it knows that that link has been severed with several of them. Yeah, there could be a lot more coming. We, we might want to hustle. Hur- hurry it up. All right. So what is your stat that you normally use? Uh, wisdom. Okay. Well, it depends what I'm doing, I guess. So, so you, be... could, you could do something based on your fire. So for me, I'm right. looking at your main stat. So you'll do a defy danger with that to see if you can get it melted quick. Okay, maybe con. Yeah, it's either con or it's just about the same. Either way, oh. yeah, thirteen. Okay. Either way, it's so awesome. it does. Punch and a hole through the thing. You can feel. Maybe you've had to do this before too, but you're melting more than just metal. There's something mystical at work here that right. you're melting as well. <laughs> uh, and between the two, you are able to get that. Um, almost all the wood around the iron mechanism uh, starts burning. Not like fire burning, but like wood wood burning, singed, when you use that wood burning tool kind of thing. Um, And you get the nice smell of uh, some pretty fresh wood being burned because this door is is pretty new. Uh, Cedar. Yeah. The the lock gives way, and once the lock gives way, the door actually opens towards you, like it opens from the inside. Okay. Uh, And it does that on its own. Like when you release the mechanism, the door just slowly opens like it's it's pneumatic. Gotcha. Uh, And then that hallway uh, in front of you is lit by torches that don't have a fire on them. The torches are just glowing, um, a normal flame color, but they're just glowing. Well, isn't that inconvenient? LEDs. Mm, They're (laughs) LEDs. (laughs) LED torches. Even the wizards are I feel like this wizard knows I'm coming. Yeah. Looks very um, welcoming. And so I'll, I'll let the GPS, since it doesn't necessarily matter where we're going, mm-hmm. um, Laramie, uh, what are the directions to get there? All right. So we go around the curve, and there's those torches. And then they, yeah. there's a uh, another door, but the door's yeah. unlocked because they yeah. didn't think you'd get past the first door. <laughs> and Bob told you it was unlocked, so that works. <laughs> and on that other side of the door, there's a stairs up and a stairs down. But you got to take the stairs down because stairs up go to nowhere. Bob was one of those direction-giving people. <laughs> You're going to get to this intersection. There's a Burger King on the right mm-hmm. and McDonald's on the left. You don't want to turn right or left. Keep going straight. <laughs> He's that guy. Just mentions everything. Yeah. And then uh, you go down past Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there's a dead elven princess just paying her guard. Believe arrows in her back. Uh, and then uh, once you get down to the bottom, there's... Uh, she should have been a zombie. Damn it. <gasps> Too late. There's three doors and uh, three doors down. Yes, three doors down, <laughs> and uh, and and zombie Monty Hall is waiting there for us. <laughs> and uh, you don't want to go to those doors because those doors are, those are <laughs> trap doors. <laughs> uh, but speaking of trap door, if you look on the one side, there's a trap door. <laughs> take that one. Uh, you want to take that one? Okay. So we get down there. <laughs> three far, doors down. As far as I know, we're. Pretty much 10 feet from where we started. (laughs) 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 Everything just kind of looped back around. Um, So you know, based on what Bob said, on the other side of that door uh, is is where the necromancer has his stuff, where he keeps, where he lives, probably the best way to put it. Um, And because you had the right route, you know that 
almost all of the other undead, which according to Bob, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the most recent. Uh, they're all around, but not right where you are. You took the direct route, and they're yeah. around. Like those three doors yes. are just jam-packed with undead. Yeah. yeah. So in the, at that door where you know he should be on the other side, you guys are all there now. Um, it is also what looks to be magically and physically locked. Um, very similar to the other door. What do you guys do? Oh, also, you hear on the other side uh, some low thrumming sound in addition to some gravelly old voice chanting. Hmm. Not sure if I could burn through this one or not. I wish we had a druid. Maybe turn into a mouse or something. <laughs> Magic missile <laughs> or the door? Or a fly on the wall. I, mean, I, could, I could try to burn through it, but I mean, no guarantees. Burn Nate. Burn Nate. Anybody else have any other ideas while he's heating up? This magic missile. The door? The door. The lock. Let's let her do it, then. Go yeah. for it. Another roll by another person. And then if that doesn't work. She got it. 710. 710? <clears throat> 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now do I need to do my damage? Uh, no. We're just going to say that the magic missiles hit it. And what does your magic missiles it's look blue. like again? It's a blue. Is it like a sparkly thingy? Blue, sparkly Like balls. a peacock blue. <laughs> sparkly blue balls. <laughs> like an unnatural blue. Blue. peacock yes. blue. Everything is peacock blue. <laughs> um, so the magic missiles hit it, and you know you've unlocked it, but the door doesn't open. And it's probable there's something else on the other side that's blocking it from opening. Maybe it's barred or something. Hmm. I, I can, All right, brute force. Come I'm going to hit it. <laughs> And hit it? Yeah, yeah. I put, put out my shield and yeah. run at it and just hit it. As you're doing that, as you're moving forward, the, um, the door itself, it looks like, uh, like a thick black ink is starting to cover it. Uh, I was doing the wrong motion. Like from the outside in, like from the edges of the door, it's starting to get uh, covered in a thick tar. It looks like tar. Mm-hmm. Use that. Well, I'm um, hoping that I break the forward. middle of it. Okay, we'll go see. For it. Just give me a strength roll here. That would be a 10. A 10? All right, so you hit it really hard, and you hear something start to splinter on the other side. There's definitely something else that was holding this door shut, but um, one hit is not going to do it. Maybe a couple of more hits or more help. Yeah. Do it. I thought he was going to be on the other side, and when we hit it, just open the door, and you had to fall through it. Right into a pit. Uh, the way for me it was, I described it like the other one. It's going to open towards you, so that would have been funny, though. Um, what's Breton doing? He's hanging out, ready to shoot anything that's standing on the other side of the door. What's Cloud doing? Standing next to Breton, ready to eat anything that is standing on the other side of the door. <laughs> okay, so you're the, uh, you're the sentry. I'm basically the at the ready. Okay. I'm going to um, conjure a flaming sword. Okay. Oh, giant flaming sword. Well, I'm going to attempt to conjure my giant sword. A giant flaming sword of doom. Oh. What's that? So, I'll do seven. I'll use my thing here. Right, Dagger so of doom. It. Jeez. No, no it's still is... a flaming sword. I just, <laughs> I just get one. Uh, I only get one of my uh, extra you know, tags on it. That's all. But it is what? It's dangerous. Oh, it's, automatically f- it's automatically fiery touch and dangerous. Dangerous. Okay. <clears throat> so we have some dangerous flame going But on. I will use forceful. I will add forceful to it so I can okay. smash through the door. Okay, so you're going to use that to smash. Yeah. Go. Hulk smash. Yeah. Uh, Ten. Ten. Um, you hit the door, and the flame catches the wood and whatever the black stuff is, and it's like a, a briefly you're blinded by a flash of fireball. 
uh, like a flash burn when you hit this door. And it kind of disintegrates everything. There's a, a big puff of smoke, and it's definitely... <laughs> Yeah, since it's definitely an acrid <laughs> smell, like you're burning, smells good. burning something that shouldn't be burning. Um, and on the other side, it is just pitch black. As soon as that uh, the brightness from the flame dies, uh, you still have your own fire. But on the other side of the door, it's like a darkness that isn't <laughs> penetrated by the light outside. So it's just a pitch black area on the other side of the door. Like a magical darkness. Probably. I could do light. <clears throat> and yeah. the low thrumming noise is a lot louder now that the door isn't there. But the chanting you heard has stopped. And you hear from inside, uh, in addition to the low thrumming noise, just the clattering of what sounds like really big bones. How big was this doorway? This doorway was a normal-sized doorway. So uh, let's call it maybe five feet wide by about seven feet tall. And it's one of those that instead of an, an, a square or an arch, it comes up to a point at the top. Gotcha. I don't know what the right word for that style of door is. But it's pointed at the top. Pointy, pointy door. door. Fancy. A, a fancy pointy fancy, door. Expensive. Fancy, expensive, burned pointy door. <laughs> you want to wait for whatever it is to come to us? <laughs> well, I could light, yeah, we put could, some light on the situation. Yeah. So. You do it on your shield, right? Yeah. Right, so there's Dude, enough I'm light where you guys are, but who's going to cast the light? So he can do it, you can do it, who's going to cast it? It's not a, it's a rope. Do I have to cast it? Oh yeah, it's a spell. You still have to roll to cast so your it. Maybe I'll go, and then you can just have other stuff ready. Okay. Does that right. permeate, permeate magical darkness? We're going to find out. Might be a little bit. Alright, that's a eight. Okay. Um, what is your seven to nine Wait. choice when you May, cast a spell? Maybe one more. But yeah, <laughs> it's still another doesn't 10. matter. Um, seven to nine. I guess it would be like normal one, so I'd have a yeah. joint. Uh, Do you want to forget it? Take a negative one forward casting spells, or I can't remember what the third one is. What's the third one? Cast a spell. Attract uh, one attention. Spell one yeah. attention. That's yeah. Uh, I I'll take the negative one forward to uh, casting spells because okay. I don't, don't see do me casting too many spells. <laughs> so the um, the light emanates from your shield. And just stops right at that doorway. But it's bright where you guys are. All right. You have now uh, lasered yourself for the enemy. They know exactly where to find you. Well, I, I think that I just need to apply the light a little bit more uh, <laughs> generously. So I would like to run into there. All right. Who else is um, doing what at this point? I'm running behind. If he's running in, I'm going to run yeah, okay. behind him. I'm not running anywhere. <laughs> just going to hang out? <laughs> just okay. staying. When um, uh, and Breton's still I'm gonna staying say at the, the guard the back with the bow yeah, ready. Yeah, with Lenore, with Cloud ready. We'll kind of watching behind the guys. Right. Why don't you watch behind us? Yeah. And I'll watch behind. Them I'll look. Going I'll in. watch three doors down. That sounds like a plan. And, and uh, you can watch uh, that way. It's live too. Wow. <laughs> um. So, uh, Laramie, as you charge in, as soon as Laramie passes that, it's like he walks through a curtain. So it's, it stays dark. On this side, and he goes on the other side. And Uriel, you see that right as you pursue. Laramie, are you okay? Do we lose right sight of him? So far. Yeah, okay. but you can hear each other. You hear okay. each other just fine. Because you have just disappeared. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, inside, can you see us? Uriel, no. no, you can't see out, but inside, Uriel and um, and the Laramie. other Mike. Laramie. 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 Uh, you can see the room now. 
and the room, as much as you can see, about 10 feet away, it just looks like you ran in and your feet crunch. Uh, you look down and it's just bones and skulls and stuff along the ground. Uh, and the room just seems to be filled with dead things. Uh, and as, as you run in, there's this black-robed figure in front of you, and it just looks like an old man. Um, everything about him seems old except for a very... Uh, black, thin mustache and goatee, but the rest of him looks like it should be white or gray. And he's standing there and he's, he's mumbling, and you can see right behind him uh, what looks like the maybe the skull of a dragon or something with its mouth opening and clamping closed, looking right at you. All right. Well, you- I mean, if if I'm charging through, and unless going through the darkness turned off my light, as soon as I got through there, the light would still be gone. So well, that's what you can see, a 10-foot globe around you from your own light. So I want to flash him and then football tackle him with a shield. Do you want me to forward? come in and hold person? Well, I think all you're hearing is me yelling <laughs> and running. Yeah. <laughs> they can relay what's going on, but in the short amount of time that they are actually noticing this would not be enough necessarily for them to shout it out to you. All right. But how about if I, if I hear it and I'm like, uh-oh. I mean, you're definitely hearing, I'm oh, gonna go yeah. in. I'm, going, I'm going in. Snap into uh, a Slim Jim. That's it. I'm going in. Um, so let's roll, a, let's roll a hack and slash tackle here. All right. Either that or defy danger strength. It's going to be the same number. Ooh. Uh-oh. Um, all right. So that's five on the dice plus, plus. plus two is seven. seven. So okay. uh, chip wouldn't help too much. So seven's no, probably all right. Unless there are three out on the board to turn it into a ten. I mean, that's... Uh, did you use that yeah, one? Yeah, I used it. Oh, okay. Okay. I got one. I mean, right, seven's so okay. Seven's enough. all right. Yeah, seven's okay. Um, so you'll hit him, and when you hit him, right as you're hitting him, uh, big claws come into the globe, and you're charging forward, and claws are nicking you as you go by. So you're going to deal... Uh, well, what is it you wanted to do? Did you just want to knock sort him of over? N- maybe knock him, knock him down, maybe okay. distract him from casting what he's doing, okay. or just... If I could knock check him, him out, like just okay. basically knock him down to the ground. So you hit him and knock him down, and uh, roll a d8 and take that damage as the um, the dragon skeleton Ugh. claws uh, pierce. An eight? That's an eight. Yeah. So the the claws Ooh. pierce whatever armor you have and uh, just poke right into you. <clears throat> it was reaching forward as you are charging in the opposite direction. So you had a full head-on collision with some um, animated dragon claws. All right, I want to try and do hold person on... Before you get yeah. in there, yeah, Daniel gonna, has one action he can do. I'm gonna Is this just animated <laughs> dragon or animated dragon claws? From what you can see, well, there was a, like this, a shape of a dragon skull right over the necromancer's shoulder. And just as uh, Laramie was charging forward, claws came out of the darkness. Did he knock him on the ground? Yes, he knocked him down. Right, so I'm there's gonna, a hint oh, and he also stopped chanting, and he looked stunned. I'm going to try to like just pierce him straight through the chest with this flaming with your sword. Large, dangerous force. As an aside, can you light my arrows so that I can have flaming? <coughs> Technically, yeah. Flaming totally can. He has to light him with food, uh, Oh, no. You, know, you found the dragon, too. I probably uh, <laughs> stabbed him in the chest, <laughs> I guess, maybe. Ouch. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so give Chris a chip. Yeah. Need and, a chip, um, get yeah, chip on your shoulder. So uh, as you lunge forward with your blade, the dragon skull comes down and just clamps around you and lifts you off the ground, and you're held motionless and take a D8 of damage as well. Oh, my gosh. Seven. 
Seven. Seven. I'm going to have okay, some healing work point, to do again. At this point, I don't, does Uriel you make noise when he gets... Oh, wait, it's a seven. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can oh. reduce some of it. Three. Three points. All right. So okay. Does so Uriel four. make a noise when that happens? Like, Has anything been alarming enough that Breton might be incited to come in yet? Did you just get eaten by I mean, a dragon skull? I would think. Oh well, no. I want to. Yeah, before I want to say, get your asses in here. There you but go. I'm already on the way in. Okay. <laughs> now, would the dragon claws be affected by my armor, or do they, they just pierce. go right through? They're, they're piercing, right. definitely. Cool. I'm giving them like a piercing three because okay. it's Fine. a dragon. I have three armor, yeah. so I'm gonna hold the wizard and shut him up with my whole he, person. Right now, he is shut up and looks stunned because he'd been. As soon as you get into that globe of light, you see the necromancers on the ground like. Uh, I'm definitely holding him. Bashed in the face um, by a paladin. Very successfully bashed in the, in the face with a shield, specifically to knock him down. So then, should I him. just come in and heal? I don't or know. You guys want you me can to do whatever you like. Try but and if you were holding him to trying to get him to not do anything, he's currently not doing <coughs> anything. Also, if you have uh, destroy skeletal dragon, that <laughs> might no, be a good one. I can't do whole person on that. Turn it's on not a person, dragon. but I could do turn on dead. Maybe I mean, that, that might help out. Just bring okay. the pain. Here it comes. Hold, <laughs> hold my symbol, because I have to hold my holy symbol aloft and call okay. on the power of Zureka for protection. Nine. Very nice. Nine. Plus three is a twelve. Okay. I'm ten plus, I momentarily daze intelligent undead and cause mindless undead to flee. So... Is it intelligent it, it or not? You, it gives you the impression that it is intelligent because it just kind of stops its motions because its claws were moving, it its jaw me? was clamping, and it kind of just stops what it was doing, and its jaw loosens and Uriel falls to the ground in a fiery, <laughs> bloody heap. Ooh, <clears throat> um, That looks painful. Breton, you get in there. And is it painful? You, Does it hurt a no. lot? No. <laughs> oh. As you're walking in, it looks like the place is getting brighter, or maybe running in. Whatever it is you're doing, it looks like the place is getting brighter, like the darkness is lifting. Well, I don't think shooting a skeletal dragon with my arrows is going to do much. You are a ranger. Do more than nothing, I guess. <laughs> Better yeah. than sitting there. But there is a necromancer there too. Yeah, exactly. Who is currently unharmed, just dazed. Yeah, he's held. Nope. No, he's no? just—he was. Uh, mm. Well, he is held, rushed, but he's not magically held. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gotcha. He, He's uh, cuddling him over the He got a shield in the face. Yeah. In that case, I'm going to uh, command Cloud to hold the necromancer. By Sit. <laughs> standing over him and growling and threatening to rip his throat out. Okay. And what are you going to do with the necromancer? Uh, well, it's probably easier to get him to call his dragon off than to kill the dragon with my little arrows. Right. I don't know. Maybe if I'm you hoping kill the just necrom- killing the guy would just Yeah, do maybe if you kill the necromancer, the things that he animated die. What if he's a good necromancer? <laughs> are there any good <laughs> What if? Uh, are you say, implying that I should just shoot him in the face with an arrow? What if, what if we find a new ranger who I'm doesn't think there's that, good necromancers? Uh, <laughs> I am implying that we're right past the hour mark, so this is going to end very quickly, and I'm determining what the end is going to be. And I think so Breton I has been out of the action enough that it makes sense. So he draws an arrow, he looks over at Uriel and asks him if he can light, light the arrow for him from <laughs> <Yeah>. a distance. <laughs> the staffs, and he rolls and shoots a 10 uh, to try to hit the necromancer in the face. Okay. So the arrow hits the necromancer in the face. <laughs> flaming arrow. The flaming <coughs> arrow of doom hits the necromancer in the face. And um, 
So he was on the ground just trying to gather his wits. The arrow hits him in the face, sticks there, goes right through his nose socket. (laughs) Sticks there, and the flames just start going up the arrow shaft and catch the unnaturally blue fletching um, as the necromancer just kind of quivers a few times. And as he's quivering, all of the darkness in the room starts to go away. The, um, The... what you see now is the darkness is going away. This like full-size, 20-foot dragon uh, skeleton um, just starts falling piece by piece down to the ground. One rib falls, one you know, shoulder blade falls, and, and uh, within 10 seconds or so, it just kind of crumbles in a heap to the ground. And you have defeated the necromancer in the ancient castle. Yay! I want to take that dragon skull back to the smithy and hang it up. Uh, And I heal you guys up, unless we're taking a rest. I mean, we're going to go back to town, but... uh, We're definitely going to loot all the stuff. You definitely. And we can talk about the loot when we uh, do a recap in the next session. Yay! Uh, The Widow Merrymaker heal me up. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what the kids are calling it now? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so for now, we will wrap up this episode and we can all say... (laughs) Bye-bye! The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.